This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Jimmy out and Dave Koken here on the MLB version of Sports Better's Paradise. Dave, how's your weekend? Uh, the weekend wasn't great. Uh, I, I, the, the big miss for me was uh, Matt's, uh, was uh, Colin Marikawa, who uh, I had an out- outright on him in the uh, U.S. Oh. Open. Looked great after Friday. He had a disastrous round on Saturday. I think it's worst round since he's turned professional. So that knocked me out of there. And I did not have Matthew Fitzpatrick. So that didn't work out very well. But, uh, you know, going to be good days and bad days. Yeah, um, tip of the hat to Wes Reynolds. Came on the radio show and gave yeah. us uh, Fitzpatrick. So I was uh, fortunate to hit that one uh, at uh, 33 uh, to 1. We- so Wes is, and a, Wes, and a, Wes is absolutely terrific. At golf, he's had a bunch of uh, outright winners. So have I, but he's had more of them, I believe. And, and he's also had some near misses. Uh, he's he's just locked in on the golf every week. And speaking of near misses, uh, Matt Humans with the um, uh, with uh, Willie Z again, who is right there. Uh, and I know he missed the putts on seventeen and eighteen, but he played phenomenal uh, he did. for I the weekend. And was, I, I thought the putt was in on eighteen. He hit it fine. He I, hit I mean, it I, fine. I, it just... I couldn't believe it stayed out, and neither could he. Uh, un- unbelievable. So he is uh, right there, and uh, we'll love you talking about it. Let's get to it. we got a lot of games uh, in Major sure. League Baseball. Let's start with the top team in baseball, the number one ROI uh. team, the, the Yankees. Um, you know, they 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 beat up uh, that uh, kind of the bottom feeders and went off on that big streak, and they said, okay, now they're going to play Tampa Bay, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Houston. Let's see. Well, they're 6-1 and one, uh, so yep. far. Only uh, uh, gave up an 8-3 lead on Sunday, or they'd be perfect in his streak in, uh, at the Rogers Center in Toronto. Nasty Nestor, Cortez, $1.75 and 7 Tampa Bay, I guess cash, is going with the openers. They have not denounced yeah. the starter to this point. Yeah, and the, and the problem is Tampa's bullpen, because of all the injuries, isn't as strong as, as the normal Tampa bullpen. They've basically got most of their elite uh, relievers are on the injured list right now. So this doesn't bode well for them, especially against Cortez and uh, – and the Rays are not hitting the baseball right now. Uh, they get completely shut down by Gary Cole, who took a no-hitter into the uh, eighth inning last night, I think it was. And then Toronto, I mean, Tampa finally gets to him. Then they get to the bullpen for a run. And the Yankees say, okay, well, we teased you a little bit. Goodbye. See you later. They put two on the board, and that's the end of the game. You can't bet against them right now. I tried to beat him first five I mean- last night. Lost at one nothing. I think McClanahan gave up one hit. It was a home run, and and I lost. So, you know, I'm not going to try well, that again. Well, let, 
last time we spoke, I lost my under three and a half. I thought it was I thought it was going to be three, the three and a half. And well, McClanahan was, you know, three up, three down, but they dropped the ball. Walking a home yeah. run later. Uh, thanks for shopping. It's a four at the end of five. And uh, but but you you are as strong, and that's a testament to where the, where the Yankees and how their form is right now. You are about as high on McClanahan as any pitcher in all of baseball yeah. right now, and they've beat him now twice in a row. Yeah, they haven't exactly killed them, but they've gotten good. That's the thing. When the Yankees don't hit the ball, then they get their best pitching. I mean, it's just amazing what this team's doing right now. It, it, it is. It is. Um, so, uh, no, no opinion on tonight's game? Is it too high of a price? At, at yeah, yeah. I know. I, I'll give you this opinion. I ain't betting Tampa Bay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, look, so, if, you've been, uh, if you've been playing the Yankees, you may as well just keep playing them. Right, right. Uh, and, and no doubt. And uh, even a consideration on that run line on, on the road, although Tampa Bay, say that the, the trop plays very, very, uh, it's pitching friendly, oh, yeah. uh, to say the least, in, in, uh, in Tampa. All right, Houston or Queedy, uh, $1.29 and 9 against the Mets. How about the Mets, man? Uh, now starting to get a little rehab assignments mm-hmm. now for, uh, you know, for, for one of the big two that is coming back. There's two, 21 games. Over five hundred uh, are uh, the the Mets in uh, Showalter's crew. Dollar twenty nine and nine here against the. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, coming back money against the Astros. Williams on the hill tonight for the Mets. Yeah, he's he's actually pitched pretty well, uh, and I give him a little bit of a nod over Akiti. Um, Astros have started swinging the bats once again. I really don't know what to do with this game. I don't want Akiti. I've talked several times about him. I'm just not big on this guy. And he continues to struggle. A lot of, a lot of uh, barrels, hard hit percentages high. Not a pitcher I want to back. I guess just looking at this uh, on the pitching, I'd look at the over. But I, I don't, I don't think I want to bet it. And uh, so there is the uh, <clears throat> this uh, the second ROI team. So Yankees and Mets, and that's been the way for most of the season to this point. Yep. The top of return on investment uh, teams uh, in Major League Baseball. Toronto and Kevin Gosman, uh, last time his worst outing, it was against Baltimore as well. They hit him hard. Dollar thirty and nine against the White Sox and Dylan Cease. How about Dylan Cease, the last four starts? Now he's given up 10 runs, but none of them earned in those four starts. So the White Sox have won five. So White Sox have won five of seven. Uh, Gosman, the last 17 innings pitched in his last four starts, 12 earned runs. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of hitting a little turbulence right now after a wonderful start. Yeah, that's going to keep me away from the game because these are still two high-end pitchers who are certainly capable of shutting down the opposition. Uh, you got some wind in this game, crosswind, but it's a significant wind going to left field. You know, so the righty hitters might be able to, if they can get some loft on the ball here, they might get some gifts. Uh, so the pitching, to me, even with the current form shaky for both guys, I'd look at the under, but the wind and the fact that the current form isn't good, uh, I, that balances it off. I, my original take was to look at this game under, but there's too much here to take me off it. So go into a little, uh, elaborate a little bit on your opinion on Cease, because no earned runs but 10 earned runs, which he said that he has not been pitching well. No, I don't care about earned runs. Earned runs, it's a bullcrap stat. Okay, we just saw a game the other day where, I forget which game it was. Guy who gave up seven unearned runs. Oh, it was a Corbin against the Phillies. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an error. Two outs, nobody on. Error. And then the next seven or eight guys got out, uh, all got hits. So seven unearned runs. What? Was that a 0.0 earned run average? I mean, it was on paper, but, I mean, come on. The guy got cr- get crushed. Uh, an unearned run here and there, maybe. When there's that many unearned runs, the pitcher's still not pitching well. Okay, it just means that there was an error someplace along the line that extended the inning. But you're still going to get guys out. That's why I find ERA to be a mostly useless stat. There are others. Sierra, XFIP, FIP, expected ERA. These are all way more telling indicators of an actual earn run average than earn run average itself. The uh, back-to-back games uh, for uh, Washington, or maybe two of three games in that set uh, when they were playing the uh, the Braves, um, the national starter had given up seven runs and they were still in the game. And so you have these, you have, you know, a compressed schedule that they're playing a full 162. Yeah. And so you're playing these doubleheaders and you just, they're, my point is you're seeing some guys start that probably shouldn't be starting and you're seeing some yeah. managers leave some guys in, hanging them they out to, to dry. When, when it, yeah, because out of necessity, because right. they, they've got to stretch out their pitch in some kind of way. That happened with the Nationals in that game with Corbin. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was eight or nine straight guys reached base. And he finally gets out of the inning. But they had a doubleheader. So he, he basically had no choice. He had to leave him out there. And he went out there and got smacked around again in the next inning. And they finally got him out of there. But that, that's been happening in baseball a lot this year because of what you just mentioned. All right, Texas, $1.22 and eight at home uh, in Arlington against Philadelphia and uh, Gibson, the former Ranger uh, right-hander. Uh, the uh, Perez has been be- very good, but his last three starts, he has been giving up a ton of hits. Last three starts, 18 innings pitched, 27 hits. That is a ton. Uh, how about the Phillies? We got off of them, but they are still winning. They have now won 15 of 18, and it started, I think, with that game a week ago when they were down to their last out, down to their last strike, and delivered the two-out, three-run homer, not only to win, but to win the run line as well, to steal one in that Marlins game. All three games, the team with a lead in the eighth or ninth inning gave it up and lost, but Philly's still hitting now 15 of 18, catching plus money at Texas. Got to see if Bryce Harper's back in the lineup tonight. He did not play in either of the weekend games. Uh, uh, Perez is, look, he might be doing it with mirrors, but he's still doing it. I, I just can't go against the guy until he, until the regression really begins. Because he's given up some hits, but only one of those games did he give up a bunch of runs. Um, he's just having a great season and nobody's barreling him. 3.3% barrel rate is amazing. I mean, he's just not getting hit hard. So between the uncertainty in the Phillies lineup tonight, I mean, without Bryce Harper, the lineup completely changes. And the fact that Perez is still pitching really well, uh, I don't know. I don't want to go against the Phillies. Um, And the Phillies have killed lefties on the road. Their offensive numbers against lefties on the road are absurdly good. So I guess I lean that way, but uh, Perez just scares me off the game. Uh, Bryce Harper is in the expected lineup, but not confirmed right. uh, at this point for that uh, 7.05 uh, first pitch uh, central time, 8.05 Eastern right. uh, in Arlington. Pittsburgh Contreras has been pretty good, but kind of 
stretching him out with a little bit of mixed reviews. A dollar fifty-seven and nine against the Cubbies. Cubbies did win Friday and Saturday, but they have been on a serious slide. Swarmer has had his own issues on the oh. hill as well. Well, I like Contreras, and so does the betting market because they bet this game way up. I mean, it, it opened a lot lower, and it's, it's skyrocketed. And I can't argue with that because Contreras has been pretty good, although he gives up a lot of hard hits, and the barrel percentage isn't good. Swarmer, uh, it, he looks like he's in over his head. Okay, I don't think this guy's ready for the big leagues. His numbers are – there's some scary bad numbers here, uh, both in terms of barrel, hard hit rate, and the fact that his batting average on balls in play – is 157, so he's, you know, there's going to be a regression there. So I think the Pirates have a good chance to light him up. And I think the Cubs could do some scoring against Contreras. Uh, I think this is an over. Okay. Uh, in uh, in Detroit, uh, uh, Pittsburgh certainly brought the bats uh, yesterday. Uh, By the way, did you, see, uh, did you see O'Neill Cruz in his debut? Man, is yes. this guy fast. Oh. Yeah. What, what a, and, and some of the some of that youth is coming up, and they yeah. you know they came from behind on Sunday on Father's Day. I forget uh, who they were playing, but you know with a couple of the, the young kids with the home runs, and finally they did show a commitment from the front office to finally start paying some of these draft choices. Yeah, finally, where they were um, extremely frugal, but you know the, Baltimore and to a lesser extent P- Pittsburgh, a little bit of signs of the future with the there's prospects some life, coming up. There's some life there. Yeah. And I think that enthusiasm is contagious in the Pirates right now. They're, they're playing, you know, I'm not saying they're, gonna, they're not playing great baseball, but they are playing better ball. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. Boston and Detroit, uh, Hill, uh, and he lost last time out uh, to, I think it was Baltimore. Uh, he struggles uh, in Fenway, $2.09 and a half against Brisky. Brisky's been good last two. He hadn't given up a run in the last 12 and two-thirds in his last two starts, Detroit, at Fenway. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't want him, though. And the Tigers' offense is just uh, – I know they had two good days, Saturday and Sunday. That's not going to last. Uh, maybe they can keep going against Hill, but, I, I, you know, I don't, I'm not laying the price. And I, don't, I, I don't want the Tigers. Atlanta and Strider, the favorite at Bet Rivers to win or NL Rookie of the Year at plus three fifty, a dollar seventy five and nine. His stuff is wicked. Yeah, it um, is. He has been pitched really good. Desclafani, uh, kind of a you know a journeyman. Uh, he's a slow out the gates in his first three appearances, in only three appearances so far. Well, and it's his first start in, in ages, uh, coming out of uh, the injury situation. I, I I've mentioned this before. I I don't know what to do with guys coming off layoffs. So I just generally cross those games out. The Giants, by the way, with the Dodgers having injury issues and the Padres having injury issues, Giants are suddenly right back in it in the NL West. Yeah, yeah, and we were we were we were we were trying to just, you know, kind of cancel them off, all those one-run games, all those pinch hit home runs last year. Kapler seemed to call every, you know, it not sustainable, but here they are again. And it, it's it's all back to the strength of the organization, too. You know, well, whether yeah. it's the Cardinals, where the Giants, I mean, they're going to put the, you know, put their roster in the best position to win. Yeah, that's true. And again, the, you know, Mookie Betts out for we don't know how long. Manny Machado out for we don't know how long. Tatis still hasn't swung a bat. I, those teams are a little vulnerable right now. So the lead was a big lead is shrinking and it looks like it's going to be a three team race. 
And the Dodgers are just underperforming. Injuries and no injuries. Well, they they still have. In, I mean, I, that, I, you get this beat up, and it's gonna. You're not underperforming anymore. You're just beat up. They got a lot. And of I think as far as that, that Machado staff. is concerned, that those uh, X-rays came back negative. That looked a lot worse than oh. maybe it was. It, it is. Uh, you know, you might have got was, lucky. It was ugly. I thought he yep. broke it for sure. Minnesota, Minnesota Joe Ryan dollar seventy five and nine and a half against Cleveland and Savali. Savali has struggled uh, this year. Joe Ryan been very steady. Uh, the young uh, the young pitcher for the Twins. Savali's uh, back up off his rehab start, which was a good one. Um, watch out on this one because you've got winds straight out and strong. So, ball gets up in the air tonight at Minnesota. It could it could do some traveling. Uh, I would uh, be looking at the over in this game. Milwaukee uh, has uh, retaken a lead in the National League Central. Uh, they're second of four uh, at home in Milwaukee against St. Louis. Uh, Corbin Burns, boy, I got my hand slapped with him last week, huh, Dave? And I, was, I was like, oh, he's showing slides of sliding, and yeah. he shoved it down my throat that last week. Did well on the other picks. Right? Flaherty in his first start since coming off. Uh, he was on a mm. pitch count. We talked about this last week. Mediocre. Yeah. Um, but he is a dollar thirty-seven and nine and a half at Milwaukee against a struggling Gonzalez. Well, he's going against, uh, you know, Chichi Gonzalez is just, I, I don't know how he keeps getting signed to Major League rosters. I, I, it's a mystery to me. Because he's been up and down now for, I don't know, what, five or six years. And I, I just don't get it. He, he must have dirty pictures of somebody. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, he, they got arm injuries, Dave. I mean, they got to put yeah, somebody know, in there. We talk about the compressed yeah, schedule. Yes. I guess. I, I, the only way I can look in this game is over. Flaherty hasn't shown me anything yet, so we don't know where he is. And Gonzalez he, is, is probably going to get hit. Totals, total, they made the total high enough to keep me off it as a bet, but that's the only way I'd look. Okay. Uh, you, that's four games. You've at least expressed an opinion on a total. We'll come back and see if, that's, uh, if any of those that you want to release. Dodgers, speaking of the previously mentioned Dodgers, and where would they be without Gonsolin? My goodness, a dollar ninety and nine and a half against the Reds. Molly, Molly, the opening day starter for the Reds. Yeah, struggled, but man, he has pitched well. His last Ooh. four starts have been outstanding. His last start, he was electric. Uh, it was just an absolutely great performance. But you, you want to go against Gonsolin at this point? Uh, he's just Gonsolin. Actually, he's getting himself into the Cy Young conversation. He's not one of the favorites. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, the guy's pitching great ball. And right now, he's the ace of the Dodgers staff. Uh, I don't, I'm not going against him. I know we've moved on from the win-loss record being the, uh, the biggest thing for Cy Young voting. And I know ERA, we have more uh, sort of advanced statistics. But, damn it, ain't no with a 1-4 oh, yeah. ERA is pretty damn good. I mean, yeah, and, and, and the accompanying peripherals are out, outstanding as well. He's pitching. This isn't a fluke. He is pitching at an A level right now. All right, we got five games left. You tell me if any uh, catch your attention. Miami Castano, a dollar twenty-seven and eight against Colorado and Fletcher. Seattle Gonzalez, a dollar forty-three eight and a half against Oakland and Caprillion. He struggled all year. The Angels and Detmers, a dollar fifty-seven nine and a half against Kansas City and Heasley. Pretty good matchup in uh, Petco. Uh, Manaya, dollar thirty-four and seven against Arizona. And then Baltimore, $1.40 and 10 over Washington. Well, that, I want to talk about the Diamondbacks-Padres game. Uh, okay. Neither, te- neither team hit last night. Uh, Padres had a couple of home runs. 
against Davies, who doesn't give up home runs. Uh, but they got a couple last night. Diamondbacks got one run in the first quickly, had the bases loaded, couldn't do anything else, and never basically never did anything else the rest of the game. Man- is coming off a terrible game, but that was at Wrigley with the wind blowing out. So you can p- kind of s- throw that one away. He's okay. He hasn't been great, but he's been okay. Uh, Gallon is coming off a strange start against the Reds where he hit four of the first he hit four of the first eight batters. He just had no control early. And then he figured it out. And I think he retired seventeen of the next eighteen hitters he faced. So he's fine. I think runs are gonna be tough to come by. The Diamondbacks they're not hitting at all right now. The Padres lineup is clearly compromised with Machado joining Tatis on the uh, on the sidelines. They just don't have a lot of offense. I think the pitching Dominates here early, so first five underplay on the uh, uh, Diamondbacks and Padres. Under three and a half. Under three and a half. Okay, I was uh, going to look. I know it's seven for the game. So first five under uh, with uh, Manaya and uh, Gallon. And like you said, yeah, th- those, you know, when when they're when they're got their normal stuff, those are good pitchers. Yeah. And, and that's so why in you, a, you, you do have to take a look at what the conditions were when you see it. Manaya's last start. It's like, wow, this guy got killed. I think, I think they won the game, twelve uh, five or something. Whatever it's, I don't remember what the score was, but the game went way over the total because the wind was blowing twenty miles an hour out at Wrigley. You just put a line for those starts. You can't count. The, I know it, it counts on the statistics for the pitcher, but nobody's pitching well in those in those conditions. Yeah, we cruised to an easy over uh, in that game uh, last week as uh, one of your uh, releases. Okay, so Dave, you got the under in the first five in San Diego, Arizona. You mentioned yep. four games to give an opinion, wow. but not a, a release, but uh, Houston Mets, Philly Cubs, Minnesota Cleveland, and St. Louis Milwaukee. You did express some interest in the overs. I like uh, The one I like out of that group is the Cubs and Pirates to go over. I think okay. Swarmer, Swarmer just hasn't shown me that it can get big league hitters out. Uh, and Contreras, well, he's been good. There are still some warning signs in terms of the hard hit percentage and the, uh, and the barrels. So I think you got a good chance for an over there. It's gone up a little bit. It's gone to nine. And the, the over, I believe, is now slightly juiced, but I, I think it's still worth a bet. So three, uh, three underdogs that I think uh, have a shot tonight. Uh, we talked about White Sox uh, at home against Toronto. They beat them last night. Cease is capable. Gosman is showing some signs of uh, where he's just going through a little rough spot. Uh, so at home, I think there's some value there. No, White Sox a little bit. Won, won five of their last seven. Um, I know you hate their lineup, but uh, I think anybody can hit Rich Hill in Boston. Uh, in his current form, I'll take a swing uh, with Brisky. He's been hot as late. Has not given up a, a, a run in his last 12 and two-thirds, his last two starts, plus $1.75. A big swing there. And in Philadelphia, hey, why not? They, they continue to, yeah. of course, check check the lineup. You know, if Harper is yeah. out, that is a, a, a major deal. So with a little uh, asterisk there, uh, Philadelphia. So, Dave, anything else? Let's go get some winners. We appreciate uh, you, you making time on this Tuesday after day off uh, yesterday. We'll be back tomorrow. A yeah. lot of uh, games in the uh, evening action as well. For Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy Ott. Sports Betters Paradise, part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.